0: Hello and welcome to this latest CN podcast. I'm Anthony Myers. In this episode, recorded live from the NCA's State of the Industry Conference in Miami, I catch up with Troy Purley, who is a member of the NCA's Board of Trustees and also Executive Vice President and General Manager of Divine Chocolate, Fairtrade's licensed chocolate brand. Troy tells us about the benefits of buying Fairtrade and the commitment from the NCA on sustainability issues. Take a listen. Well, here we are today at the, the NCA's uh, SOTIC meeting in uh, South Florida. Uh, you were on the uh, thought leaders panel yesterday. Um, what's uh, talking about the state of the
1: confectionery industry in the in the U.S. What, what's your take on this from from your perspective? Well, I mean, it's a re- recession-free uh, industry category, you know, it's not like you're going to make an investment in a house or a car. You don't have to go to a bank to you know borrow money to purchase chocolate. Premium chocolates are probably about 11 percent and you're talking about a 700 million dollar category so i mean the category is growing you know shopping's habits have changed post-covid so you know you have to just stay on top of that so that you're able to communicate and engage with your consumers but the industry is still moving in a positive direction ethical chocolate specifically where, where i compete at in fair trade brands there's a growth and that's a good chocolate. So, I mean, things are moving in the right direction.
0: Great. Let's talk a little bit about Divine Chocolate. I know it from uh, from your colleagues in London. I've been to the HQ there. Great. Um, I wasn't quite aware, it's a nice surprise that it's obviously uh, available in, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes Divine Chocolate different apart from its taste and why should consumers perhaps think about buying it?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, the business model is, is revolutionary. The former ownership, Coapa Cocoa, owns 20% of the, of the company. And our manufacturer, Vine, owns the other 80%. So the business model is, is, is revolutionary. It's a fair trade brand. So, you know, in commodities, as they fluctuate, we provide stable pricing, plus a premium to help the communities where we, we source that. And we're a B Corp. So it's about people and planet. So I would have to go as far as saying the Vine Shop is the world's number one social enterprise. fantastic. Thank you. And
0: the uh, we're, we're here. Uh, at SoTIC, the National Confection Association, yep. a beer. It's a powerful organisation. Yep. There's a lot of lobbying. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the talk this year. There's been other issues, of course. There's been uh, workforce shortages, uh, in, inflation, uh, supply chain issues. So these these have been at the very forefront of this particular meeting. Um, I know in the past, sustainability has not been a big a big big thing with the NCA. Although recently they have been. Um, Supporting it more with with certain uh, partnerships with the World Cocoa Foundation on deforestation um, What what's your message to the NCA? What how can they harness their power? their enormous influence that they have to 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 help the uh, sustainability causes, uh, problems.
1: Well for full disclosure I'm on the Board of Trustees at NCA. Yeah, uh, the leadership in my opinion is second to none and I think they will, will continue to leverage that type of leadership, the same way they do on the Capitol Hill, to work with the WCF and to address sustainability issues. Um, in this case, you're specifically talking about in the cocoa sector. It's, it's, a, it's a it's a conversation. It's being talked about, and no one's sticking their head in the sand. Um, and you know, papers are being drafted, legislation is being drafted to make sure that you know we're not bringing products into the into the United States. Uh, from the far-stated farms. So, I mean, when the NCA, the membership is not sticking their head in the sand. They're actually being proactive about this and I'm pleased and proud of them. Because to your point, this is not something that has been discussed or focused on in the past.
0: Yeah, yeah, good. And I think just generally speaking, um, there's been there's legislation coming in, in in the EU about uh, commodities that are have to have full traceability, yep. transparency, or they won't be allowed to be sold in in the uh, in the economic uh, area of the EU. I know there's been talk a little bit about legislation in Washington about banning cocoa from Côte d'Ivoire, and this is like a knee-jerk reaction, isn't it? And nobody in the industry wants that kind of thing. It's Absolutely. bad for the farmer, bad for the consumer. Um, so, legislation-wise. Do, do you think the government can do more? Do you think it should be more of a level playing field?
1: Um, you know, what, What's your opinion on, on that, that? Well, I, w- I wish it was just as simple, and I wish that the government was just the only stakeholder. Yeah. But there's multiple stakeholders, including brands like Divine. Yeah. So there's Chocolate Brands as a stakeholder. It's the government here domestically, and it's the government abroad. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the stakeholders have to, you know, collectively work together to, to come you know form a solution you know it's the one person can't fix these problems or one team can't fix these problems we all need to address them collectively and come up with a solution and I I believe the NCA is taking the the right steps and moving forward in the right direction to do so
0: that's good and I I think again uh, finally you know companies Look after themselves, you know. They've all got their own uh, certification programs now, haven't they? And, mm-hmm. and they've put a lot of money into into uh, sustainability. They're trying to do a good job, but you know, to be honest, fair trade has been there right from the beginning. It's a recognised um, um, certification, isn't it? It's got the fair trade premium. It gives much more to farmers. Um, mm. It would be it would be a lot simpler if there was just one certification and everyone just kind of went with fair trade but again that's oversimplifying the, the issue isn't it
1: yeah it, it may be oversimplifying the issue but like I said on the panel yesterday yeah. let's let's get away from coming up with our own schemes rainforest Alliance UTS is in place fair trade is in place for a reason. And you know we need to utilize the existing schemes in place, along with paying attention to the Sustainable Development Goals set out by the UN. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll get everybody on the same page. Good. So
0: again, finally, Fair Trade America. I know from uh, from news coming out of your Washington office that um consumer awareness now it's growing isn't it it, it, is. A great, it is great that's only a good thing uh, you know people are actively looking for uh, bars of chocolate, bar, in, in this case, a bar of chocolate that, you know, doesn't have deportation. It's not involved in child labor. It, pay, it pays uh, the suppliers, cocoa farmers, a fair price, isn't it? That must be a great great,
1: great news for, for mm-hmm. Divine and Fair Trade, would you say? I would definitely say it's exciting times, but, you know, uh, with coming out of this great shutdown, I think people were able to take a step back and identify what's important to them and, you know, who they are. So they, they're going to spend their money and support brands like Divine Chocolate because what we represent, um, being a B Corp and a fair trade brand.
0: All right, let's leave it there, and thank you very much for your time, and good luck with your work. Good luck with your work and design. Influencing the NCA uh, uh, panel as well with your with your thoughts, and um, it will be it's been great talking to you. So
1: thank you, thank you so much, Tony, for your time. Have a great day.